1: And Mac, you trust, bro. (laughs)
2: This is the Rich Eisen Show.
1: What's going on in the world of the offense, Devin? It's
2: a
0: work in progress. I've never worried about the offense. The Rich Eisen Show.
1: Don't worry about the offense, Chris. Is he off the phone yet? Uh, he is. I'm very worried. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Earlier on the show.
3: NFL analyst and founder of Sharp Football Analysis, Warren Sharp. Coming up. ESPN Dallas Cowboys reporter, Todd Archer. Comedians and activists. Chad Kroger and JT Parr, and now it's Rich
1: Eisen. Our number two, of the Rich Eisen Show, is on the air right here on this Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network. We're so thrilled to be partners with every single one of the terrestrial radio affiliates that we have uh, that we have put the show into that world, and we're thrilled that you're listening to us right here on Odyssey. We also appreciate those who download our podcast every single day. We're all podcasts required on, uh, on uh, the Cumulus Podcast Network. You can, you can check us out every single day. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show is our current television home. In September, we are moving to the Roku channel, which streams this show for free. You have a Roku device, an Amazon Fire TV, a Samsung Smart TV. You have a mobile phone. You get the Roku app, or you go to RokuChannel.com. That is how you get the Roku channel, which is going to show this show for you for free. That's the what we are loving about the future of this program. We're so bullish on you as our friend and compatriot to listen to this show every single day and our new partners at the Roku channel. Uh, we're thrilled to uh, be getting to know them and work together to make this a, a better show and a hopefully a better viewing experience for all of you out there. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Uh, we've been discussing heavily at length the injury to one of the best left tackles in the game, one of the best left tackles the Dallas Cowboys have put on the field uh, over the last decade plus, and uh, one of their best left tackles in the history of their team, which is saying a lot. Uh, Tyron Smith is out for what looks like the season. People, I got to tell you, when your man this big and your hamstring that big, off of your knee that big, and it tears away from the back of the bone, and it's going to require surgery to repair, as Ian Rappaport is saying. Uh, a December return seems like there's a pie and that's the sky. That's what it sounds like to me. But uh, Jerry Jones was saying it's entirely possible that they're going to get him back at the very important part of the season for them. He said he should be out there against the the uh, 49ers in a game like the one that they were against the 49ers last year. That's his way of saying that they're going to be in a playoff game. Uh, unfortunately for Cowboys fans, they know that playoff game resulted in a loss. And so... Um, We discussed it at length with Todd Archer, who covers the team for ESPN, and he, along with Schefter, were the first to break the news of the significant injuries suffered by the left tackle of the Dallas Cowboys. If you missed it, it's sitting there on our YouTube stream, youtube.com slash Show, for that. Warren Sharp, who covers football for uh, The Ringer and other outlets, and he wrote this fantastic, very thick, very uh, dense, but also, as you pointed out, TJ, he's reaching for his copy down at the bottom of his uh, workspace man. right here. You're Tyson. reading this, and you're learning a lot of stuff. <laughs> like, I'm reading about the Cowboys right now. This, I mean, look at this thing, man. This book is incredible. Yeah, sharp football in analysis. Warren and his mustache will be joining us on the phone coming up in a That's a powerful time. stash.
4: too. Mad it really is. back, man.
1: Uh, and uh, also on the show, making their way to our studio, Chad and JT, uh, of Chad and JT Go Deep, available for streaming right now on Netflix. They have a very popular podcast as well called Going Deep with Chad and JT. We first got to know Chad on this program when he appeared in front of a uh, local Southern California City Council begging for a Paul Walker statue. Yes, we did. Yes, <clears> right, we saying did. that Philadelphia mm-hmm. has Rocky. Uh, what, uh, San, what was it? San Clemente. Santa Clemente San Clemente needs... Um, Paul a Paul Walker, Walker statue, R.I.P. Um, and uh, so, Chad and JT, activists who are very inspiring in their work, will be joining us in studio hour number three on this program.
4: Uh, Rich, we talked last hour about uh, this Guano uh, um, fantasy league that you've been asked to join. Yes, but Joe
1: Latrulio uh, at the as
4: the commissioner, someone, Commissioner Joe. So, someone just tweeted us uh, Ryan Clark uh, at Newfound Gory Kid. He said, "Best ball is uh, it just takes your nine best scores each week." So you don't have to worry about having someone on your bench go crazy and you bench. Oh him. really? Yeah. So it's literally just your nine best scores. All
1: right. So, so uh, it's
4: nuts. I mean, it's crazy, yeah. but it also requires no you no, don't have to pay
1: attention to you it. You don't have to pay
4: attention. You literally just have a lineup in It's that's, one of those like around
1: <clears throat> around like three thirty Eastern on Sunday and around, you know, six uh, o'clock Eastern on Sunday, you'll just check in and just see what's going on. Yeah, there.
4: you're like, Hey, how am I doing in that week? And then you check but in but that's normally it.
1: when you, put, you know, when you're in a fantasy league, you're like, I know the most about football, right. Right. but how can you claim that in this league? You're just the you luckiest. Can't. Can't. So, so if I'm going against Ham, I mean luckiest. how do you, I mean that guy's got a horseshoe uh, you know yeah, because you're not the handsomest. <laughs> I mean <laughs> Paul Rudd if we're going against Paul Rudd <laughs> oh, gosh. talk about a horseshoe, the guy's my age, I look like I'm 80. he looks like he's still in clueless. Um, he's very, uh, honestly, he we is, watched Clueless the other young. day with my oldest. You did, yes. Zan, What we watched, we showed him Clueless amazing. And uh, and and he knows Paul, right? And even he's like, he looks the same, and he's 14. <laughs> By the way, I'm talking about my son, not Paul Rudd okay, in that yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, right, right,
4: of course. <laughs> I just saw Paul he a couple was, months ago,
1: he was confused how, um, um. What's her name in the... Uh, I know it's Alicia Silverstone. What's her character in that? Cher. Her, yeah, Cher. How Cher and her stepbrother wind up together. He was My son was a little confused by that. Yeah, well, that's understandable. But it was confusing when you watched it. The uh, first uh, time. Yes. Yeah. I'm just yeah. glad that he's confused by it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not okay with it. Eight four four two zero four. rich is the uh, number to dial here on this uh, edition of the program. Let's take uh, a couple phone calls right here. Uh, Jimmy in San Antonio, one of our favorites. What's up, Jimmy? How are you?
2: Uh, Well, it's (laughs) noon and I'm already drinking. Right, buddy. What do we got, (laughs) Jimmy? What do we got? Whiskey, drinking Uh, whiskey straight. Not a boy. never. Not on the rocks. What are you doing?
4: You're a neat guy.
2: The Cowboys. Oh my God. It's it's not looking good, TJ. And that margin of error you were talking about, Rich. It did get smaller. Significant.
1: It did. There's no question. There's no question. I mean, when you're going to throw out there at the left tackle a young uh, offensive lineman that you drafted with uh, a lot of people wondering why they did it, Um, and the coach, as Todd Archer pointed out last hour, said yesterday isn't ready for the left guard position where you normally stick somebody inside um, because they're not ready to go outside, and now the kid who wasn't ready to go inside better be ready to go outside. That sounds like a problem to me. Jimmy.
2: Well, it league. is, but you know, help cheer me up because now we, you guys, are in the DAL fantasy football, the dopey ass league. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I know
1: that. But, that sounds strange to me. I, yeah, I know y'all
2: are drafting uh, the tight end, right? What's the one, Brockman? Dalton Schultz. Well, here's the deal, Jimmy.
1: Let me let me let me do this for you.
4: I'm also down okay. with Dallas Goddard,
1: Jimmy. Ooh, let me do let me do this for you. Um, thank you. I, I'm going to say this. I'm going to finish the show on a positive note. Not only because we've got uh, people uh, in Chad and JT, top-notch activists who make the world better, coming in studio in hour number three. <laughs> I'm going to finish this show with an attaboy for Cowboys fans and oh. how it's going to work out well for them in the end. How does that sound, Jimmy? I'd like that to hear this myself. Well. Stay tuned for that. And
2: if y'all are looking for angel investors, I'm willing to invest in your... Fantasy team on
1: the dopey ass league. Okay, okay. Jimmy, uh, contact Christopher. Thank he is Jimmy. in charge of angel investing, and yes, plus, please. it's he's in that. Uh, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't. And he's part of the RES Consulting angel investing wing. That's that's that that's his silo uh, within the uh, the RES cons- the Consulting Wait, wing. Do we so. want
2: to trust him with the finances? Though no, I mean and HR and HR. That's a lot
1: to put. yes, we do because he's got the tightest fist baseball. here. So that's the way we. Yeah, were but he's it.
4: also not good at you know. Um, Allocating funds, yo six and zero oh, preseason. Benefit, no, he's guys. he's
1: he's now. fine at allocating funds. He's terrible at making sure payments are made on Damn. time. Okay, dispersing is not dispersing, a- dispersing, dispersement yeah. is Maybe a problem. We should problem. let Feller handle okay, this. Okay, thank you very hey, much. Thanks, Ken Jimmy. Hey, hey, yeah, Kid yeah, 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 stay, sure. stay tuned for later. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a little uh, a little uh, uh, wet kiss to Cowboys fans enjoy later. The brown,
4: <laughs> enjoy the brown stuff. Okay, very good. Oh, wow, that was loud. All right. Oh man. Are right, you ready for another top,
1: ten, uh, top five? I, I love that. Are ready for top another five. top I five? Uh, always, the other day, uh, my top always. five uh, teams that are the most intriguing to me, fascinating, fascinating. teams, uh, entering the uh, 2022 season. Uh, I could see that, that uh, folks were watching that uh, on our YouTube stream. We greatly appreciate that. Here are my top five sleeper teams Entering 2022. Normally, I choose just the one, but since we're into this whole list thing on this program, you like my list? Love
4: lists. People like the lists? Everyone likes lists. All right.
1: Here we go. Music, please. Thanks so much. Here are my top five NFL sleeper teams for the 2022 season. Chris, you've been on this team for a while. You've even said this team might make the playoffs. Yeah, buddy. Which is really what I'm saying about these teams is that I think they can make the playoffs and shock people. Or at least, if that's the high water mark, part of their mark will flirt with making the playoffs. They may not, but they're definitely going to beat you. Come on. At least at the bottom part of my list, that's what... That's what I'm saying. At the top, I think you might be talking about a playoff team. Okay, right. I like But it. you think they could be a playoff team. I think so. And I think that we're going to see this team improve merely because of yes. their new head coach. Yes. Not just because of the new head coach Let's being go. a guy with a Super Bowl ring, but also the fact that he's not named Urban Meyer. Bam! Number five sleeper team on my top five sleeper teams of 2022 are the Jacksonville Jaguars. We have no idea how good Trevor Lawrence can be. True. We have no idea how good Travis Etienne can be. True. We have no idea how good this team can be. Javon Walker, does he look good or what? Does he look good to you? Mm, he oh, does. Right? He does. So uh, it looks like maybe he was the, the right choice. And uh, I'm an Aiden Hutchinson guy. Never know, right? Never know. Javon Walker could be the guy. And so here we go. Jacksonville Jaguars in the number five potential sleeper team. I like it. All right. Number four, I'm just going to go with it because a lot of people are saying it. And I believe it too. I'm not just going to go away from it because a lot of people are saying it because we're seeing it behind the scenes right now on HBO. And I'm not talking about the new House of Dragons. I'm talking about the House of Lions. (laughs) Run by the Grand Maester himself. The Lions are the Lannisters, Rich. Ah, okay. They don't have a prequel yet. Okay, sounds good. The Detroit Lions are the number four sleeper team on my sleeper team list. It's entirely possible my guy Aiden Hutchinson can come in and make a difference. Uh Let's not forget Jeff Okuda's coming back, right? So they kind of get two top-notch draft choices from the Big Ten coming back right now. He hardly played a lick last year before blowing out his Achilles. Let's see what the offense can do. Let's see what the defense can do. Let's see if this team is, in fact, buying what. This coach is selling. It sure looks like they did last year. It sure looks like they're doing it in hard knocks right now. It sure looks like a team that was rarely out of it. They were blown out in just a couple of games last year, but even in the games in which they were blown out, many of the times they came right back and were shocking some people and pushing them to the limit. Number three on this list are the Detroit Lions. Number four in this list, Detroit Lions. Number three. I'm going to say it, even though deep in my heart, I, I just can't really believe I'm saying it <laughs> I'm gonna say it because I'm hoping
4: <laughs> Hope's a that powerful just word, man
1: up the road from here my guy sitting in the waiting room of Dr Neil Eltrosh hoping that that knee's moving it around i've I've been there i've taken Su- I've taken Susie to see Dr Eltrosh uh-huh and he, he, he did a great job on my wife's knee, I'll be honest. Oh, wow. I'm just hoping wow. he's doing a great job on my quarterback's knee. <laughs> because if Zach Wilson, Zach, if you can come back uh-huh. and you can play at the proper speed and you could just trust what you see and trust that you can also end the play without getting hurt, without trying too damn hard, doing too much, play boring, as your coach was saying last year. With the weapons that are out there for the Jets, with the way that the line, even though they do have injuries on that line like many, the way that Sauce Gardner appears to be House. as advertised and Jermaine Johnson and Brees Hall in this defense that's got Carl Lawson coming back, that they have a pass rush and a coach that in the fourth quarter of a preseason game almost gets flagged for celebrating when his defense scores. God, I hope the Jets are a sleeper team of 2022 because they sure can be. If the football gods will just stop kicking us in the nuts (laughs) for two seconds. Kick them in the ding ding. Number two on this list is a team that uh, used to be a perennial playoff team. That's because they had a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback attached spiritually and everything else to his head coach. But that quarterback and that head coach is gone. I think the New Orleans Saints are a sleeper team in 2022. People, I think we're going to see uh, some W's eaten. And I think Jameis is going to make the most of his opportunity if he stays healthy and can't guard is back. You even said Chris Olave could be the offensive rookie I think of the he year. Could be. Where yeah, do you, where could you have be. him? As the overaction Monday is uh, he's going to have
4: 10 touchdowns? Uh, ch- no, challenging Randy Moss's touchdown. Okay. I mean, that rookie. is saying a
1: lot. And if Alvin Kamara is not going to get suspended out of the blue for something that happened in the Pro Bowl. Um, And this, I've told you, this is a defensive team in the, uh, dressed in the offensive guru clothing because of Sean Payton and all of that. And you heard Cameron Jordan come on the show the other day and say, hey, I've got a head coach that doesn't run the play again because the defense won the play in training camp. It's just like, okay, you got a coach that's going to basically now say that this is... Just to, hey, offense, give me 17, give me 21, give me 24. We're going to win. So I think the Saints are a sleeper team. That's number two. Number one, I'm going to back up. Cowboys, yes. No. <laughs> They're just asleep.
2: <laughs> Boo. You're going to feel real bad about these words later on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, 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 it's Rip Van, Van Den Bosch, right? Uh, okay. Okay. I'm going to back up one of my most recent concepts I'm talking myself into for the 2022 season. And that one is that Kevin O'Connell is going to unlock Kirk Cousins' inner winner. It's in there. It's in there. That you like that guy every single time with the exception of that playoff game that he won. Under the lights, as we all know, is what uh, is affectionately referred to on NFL Game Day morning for years as a BGT. What's that? Big game turd. (laughs) (laughs) And I believe that Kevin O'Connell, with the offensive mindset of a Sean McVay and the offense of a Sean McVay with Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. Watch out now. And Adam Thielen. I'm hooked on that, feeling. Big Z. How great was Zadarius Smith when he came on this program. I love that guy. Harrison Smith in the back. I'm talking up a golden donor. Or Domer. I'm uh, I'm saying the Vikings, the Minnesota Vikings are my number one sleeper team of the 2022 season. As in making the playoffs. I don't think they win the division. I just can't bring myself to say that. But make the playoffs. Take a spot that you think is definitely going to an NFC West team. Certainly with the Cowboys maybe being less than. I think the Vikings make these playoffs. And I think Cousins plays as good in big games. Again, he puts up stats in big games. We're going to see him win big games. And it could even be week one against the Packers. Got to win that one at home, people. Certainly to back my play that they're the number one sleeper team in 2022. The Minnesota Vikings. And that's my list. What do you think at home? eight four four two zero four Rich or in the 457s. Am I crazy? Oh, they have opinions. <laughs> I see them. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, somebody's saying Kirk can't Kirk can't win the big game. Can't I know that. Game, yeah. I'm saying that Kevin O'Connell is gonna unlock it. And maybe it won't have to be on his shoulder. Maybe the offense he brings in, it's this again, this is the McVay. From the Shanahan tree type stuff. This is what Kirk Cousins was drafted in the same draft as RG three for. Come on, Kirk. Can't believe I'm tying myself to his hip. Yeah, but I'm he, doing it. He did it. What do you have last year? Thirty something, and, and uh, he
4: was great last year. You know, you're right. Yeah, right. I mean,
1: his numbers last year. You're like, wow. Yeah. Just put those up in the big games. You have the Viking schedule. Her cousins we'll do this, and then we'll get Warren Sharp 4, on the phone. Forty-two
4: hundred yards, thirty-three touchdowns, seven picks last
1: year. Here comes the Vikings schedule, and here are the big games I want to see it. These are the big games in which I need to see it. First one, and second one. Home for Green Bay, then the whole country's watching on Monday Night Football at Philadelphia. Let's go. Okay, a London game against New Orleans. That's, you know, going to be seen by the whole country on NFL Network. Then what else we got? We got a Thanksgiving night game against New England. Yep. This is what we're talking about. And maybe at Green Bay Week 17, that's the old flex, right? Maybe you can flex into that one. Because the whole country needs to see that. There's going to be a game against Dallas on the 20th.
4: I mean, back into that schedule is favorable. I'm telling you, man. You know,
1: yeah. Sleeper team. Vikings.
4: Colts too good Look to be a sleeper yeah! team? Yeah,
1: Look I was thinking, year! are the Colts really a sleeper team? They almost made the playoffs last year. Matt no, they, Ryan's there, I, the MVP yeah. of the league potentially is on it. I think they should win that division. But. Right, I, I don't think you could call a Colts I, okay. I even texted you last night, can I use my Raiders yeah, pick here you're again? Yeah, like Raiders, I, like, I stayed uh, away from it. I stayed away from the West. Could I, I think, are the Chargers a sleeper team? Come on. 49ers. You can't call teams that almost made the playoffs last year or a team that. Uh, that made it and almost made the Super Bowl a sleeper team. Just because why You don't believe in Trey Lance? I'm going to go back in on the Trey
4: Lance stuff. Yeah, qu- I'm just saying rookie quarterback. Keep hearing on. By I the way, way,
1: also later on this show, there's some serious quarterback slander going on for one guy that I can't believe is being slandered. But we'll take a break. Warren Sharp, his football analysis for Sports Grid in the Ringer. Man, that's mustache backed up by analytics when we come <laughs> back on the Rich Eisen Show. is removed when you buy playoff tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code R-I-C-H for $20 off your first purchase. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Back here on a Terrestrial Radio Network, here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is indeed the number to dial here on the program. We all follow this man on Twitter. I follow him, but he's never really been on this program, so that's about to change. He, uh, His new book uh, is must-read for all NFL fans prior to the season. Certainly, if you are going to go in uh, to your fantasy world knowing what's what, the 2022 football preview, the fastest way to get smart for the 2022 fo- pro football season, is available where all books can be acquired. The lead analyst at SportsGrid, the Ringer, and Sharp Football Analysis here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. Welcome to the Rich Eisen Show. Warren Sharp, how you doing, Warren?
0: Hey, I'm doing great, Rich. So happy to be able to talk to you for the first time.
1: Right, uh, right back at you, man. I really enjoy following you on Twitter. You do, in fact, make me smarter. Uh, let's talk to you first about the... Story of the day, Tyron Smith out for the foreseeable future. It sounds like the season Jerry Jones on first take made it seem like it's possible he returns late in the regular season campaign and is back for a playoff game. How significant is this injury in your mind, Warren?
0: It's massive. I think people are still underestimating the importance of Tyron Smith out on the field. You could look at splits in a variety of different ways, but what I like to look at splits Uh, first let's talk about the run game, the impact in the run game. Uh, When Dallas has him on the field and they are running the football with their running back on early downs in the first three quarters, and I always segregate stats, Rich. I always like to split out things that aren't quite as predictive as third downs or fourth quarters of games. Uh, So I like to look at early downs in the first three quarters. When he was on the field, Dallas's running backs averaged the number one most efficient per carry attempt in the NFL over the last three seasons. And when he was off the field, that dropped all the way to number 31. I could give you the exact EPA's minus .23 EPA per attempt when he was not on the field, but the point is the ranking itself. The ranking, they're dropping from one of the most efficient running attacks to almost the least efficient just with this one individual out on the field playing left tackle for them and we know he's missed a lot of time and we know that they've had to work around this injury in the past but it's a colossal impact and also impacts the passing game Dak Prescott there's a big difference there they drop two from the number nine most efficient first down passing offense to the number 30 most efficient first down passing offense he's much worse when he's blitzed. he's much worse when he's um, under pressure and he's much worse against man coverage when Tyron Smith is not on the field so I think it's going to factor in on an every single play basis. They don't have enough other players there. They lost players in the offseason. Lyle Collins was gone. They drafted the rookie to play left tackle in the future, but they've been using him all camp at left guard. And so, you know, it's just, it's just difficult for them to replace him. And I was already down on the Dallas Cowboys entering the season, and one of the reasons was because of their offensive line. So now that he is gone, it's colossal.
1: Mm. What are the teams you down on, Lawrence Sharp? Outside of Dallas.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm down on the Arizona Cardinals. I think teams, people are higher on the Cardinals in market. Here's a, here's a crazy stat, Rich, that probably a lot of people out there don't know. I didn't know it until I was doing the research to write this book this offseason. The Cardinals converted on third down and seven to ten yards to go. So third and long situations last year. They converted first downs 56% of the time. That was the highest in NFL History for any team in any season, no team has ever converted third and long at a 56% clip before. That is not going to happen. I mean, we talk about regression. This is going to drop big time. In 2020, that that number was 28% for them. You know, the league average is just over 30%. So they are not going to come close to that. Uh, They're going to be worse in the red zone. You've got DeAndre Hopkins. He's out for the first six games. This team always tends to get worse. So without him there on the field early. I'm worried about how they're going to start the season. And then you look at the schedule down the stretch when they get Hopkins back. They play the number one most difficult schedule in the NFL from week 10 onward. So this is just a very difficult season for the Arizona Cardinals with the injury, with some of the statistics offensively that are going to regress, and I'm also worried about their defense. Um, another, I, I mentioned Dallas. And the third team, I'm really down on Rich, and I I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year, and that may be a bold take, but the New England Patriots. Mm -hmm. I think the New England Patriots, even prior to all the camp noise about the struggles of the offense, I thought they were going to be due for regression. I think all the other teams in their division got better. Jets, maybe not so much, but definitely Dolphins. I'm really big on the Dolphins. I think the Bills are stronger this season than they were last year if Brian Dayball's absence doesn't cause them too many problems offensively. And the Patriots are going to play a difficult schedule. They're not going to play as many uh, easy quarterbacks like they did last season. And if that offense isn't productive enough, and my main concern with that offense, Rich, is that offensive line. You know, I, I value play in the trenches. I value play along the line. We talked about it with the Cowboys. With the Patriots, you know, because they went on that massive spending spree heading into the 2021 season after they saw Tom Brady win the Super Bowl with the Bucks. They went out and spent like they'd never spent before. All of the players that they signed, a lot of wide receivers or tight ends that they've signed, their cap hit this season is over double what it was last year. And as a result of all those cap hits increasing, they had to let a lot of players go. And so they've lost a lot of players along the offensive line that they're going to try to replace. Um, I don't have confidence in their receiving core. So I just have a lot of question marks for the Patriots this year, and that doesn't even get into – Who's calling plays and how that operation is going?
1: Sports forward. Grid and the Ringer lead NFL analyst and the author again of this book that you should all get. Um, 2022 football preview. Warren Sharp here on the Rich Eisen show. Let's talk about the teams that you're high on. I, I think I just picked up when you were uh, saying the Patriots are, are a team that you're, you're not as high on as others might be. Uh, I, did I hear you say you're high on the Dolphins? You like that. I am. Why?
0: The, the Dolphins, Dolphins are a hot-button team because I know they got a new head coach in Mike Daniel, but the, where, the quarterback I want to start with is, is Tua, obviously, because Tua is a massive hot-button player this season. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, so many people have the wrong perception of what Tua is. Tua is a player who his first season he comes off a catastrophic hip injury he is rehabbing during the COVID off season, where he can't get into the facility. His offensive coordinator is Chan Gailey, who was recently retired, is now coming back to the NFL after several years solely to call plays for Ryan Fitzpatrick, a quarterback he worked with in the in New York with the Jets previously. After the season, Chan comes out and says, "I don't even know why we inserted Tua halfway through the season. The offense was designed for Tua uh, for Ryan Fitzpatrick. We didn't do enough to change it for Tua." Then last off season, he suffers, uh, I think, early in the season. He breaks his ribs, yep. misses a couple of games, breaks his finger on his throwing hand, uh, and, and has to sit out some practice time. He's playing with the wide receiving core that gets the least amount of separation of any receiving core in the NFL. He's playing behind one of the worst offensive lines and the NFL's worst run game over the last two years. What quarterback should we expect to have success in that situation in his first two years in the league? So I think he's gotten just a bad rap in general with what he's actually done. I think this season, when he finally has a better offensive line, a much stronger run game, and receivers that are going to be able to separate. You know, the 49ers, people don't realize this, Jimmy G, over the last three years, he's averaged the highest yards per attempt of any quarterback in the NFL. And it's not because he's chucking the ball down the field with an aggressive passing attack. It's because of all the yards after the catch that the 49ers offense has been able to generate year in and year out. They ranked number one in the league for the last four seasons. So Mike McDaniel is going to bring elements of that, along with, of course, Tyreek Hill and Jayden Waddle. They're bringing elements of that to this offense to make life easier for Tua so he doesn't have to throw into as many tight windows and so he can throw to guys and get more yards after the cap. So I just think Tua is going to look better, and as a result, this team is going to look better than a lot of people expected.
1: All right, then who else are you high on then this year, Warren Sharp?
0: The, the Minnesota Vikings are another team that's uh, kind of addition by subtraction. You know, Mike Zimmer, one of his core philosophies, in my opinion, was he wanted the team to run the ball a lot early. They were the number four most run-heavy team over the last three years uh, because that chewed up the clock, kept his defense fresh on the sidelines, and he felt like his defense would look better if the team wasn't as aggressive offensively and if they were just trying to you know, stay on the field a little bit more consistently. But the reality, Rich, is that a defense is going to look better when the opposing offense is more predictable. And the only way you're going to make that opposing offense more predictable is if you are a defense that is playing with a lead. And the only way to get a lead in the NFL is to be aggressive on offense yourself. Kirk Cousins' numbers, if you look at what he did in the second half of games or when the team is trailing, they're ridiculous. He is capable of being an efficient quarterback in this league. They just weren't letting him throw the ball enough on first down, on second down, early on in the games in the first quarter. And I expect the new coaching staff is going to be much more aggressive. Justin Jefferson is already saying how much this is a breath of fresh air with this new offense. Plus, they play, their defense plays a much easier schedule of opposing quarterbacks. So I just think this defense is going to look better, even without Mike Zimmer there. And then they get one extra home game. And no team in the league, Rich, over the last 10 years, since they built that stadium, has a better home field advantage, has a better win percentage versus expectation. Then do the Minnesota Vikings, and keep this in mind. In 2020, no crowd, right? No fans in the stands. So there was no crowd noise helping that home field advantage, and they were not really as good at home. Last season, NFC teams played an extra road game, right? Nine road games, only eight home games. This year, NFC teams get an extra home game. So I really think it's going to be a big difference for the Minnesota Vikings. I don't know if they're going to unseat the Green Bay Packers, But I do see this team getting to the playoffs and exceeding expectations.
1: Okay, so the Vikings were, I just named them my number one sleeper team of 2022, so I guess we're Mm -hmm. lockstep on that. You got another team you're high on? You got one more?
0: I like the the Ravens simply because um, I'm bigger than people on Lamar Jackson. A lot of people, oh, Lamar Jackson can't throw. Lamar Jackson's not a good enough quarterback. And I've tried my best to debunk all of those theories. I was super big on him even before 2019 when he came in and took the league by storm every single year I've been really high higher than market on Lamar Jackson but I think people forget you know this team was the number one seed for the AFC with all the great AFC teams last year they were the number one seed in early December once Lamar Jackson got hurt he hurt his ankle they didn't win a single other game from that point on but they were the number one seed prior to when he hurt his ankle Um, and that was with This team having to make way wide-sweeping changes because they were one of the most run-heavy teams in the league for several years. They became like the eighth-most pass-heavy team last season because they had no running backs. Every back got hurt before the season. He's been playing with one of the cheapest, least expensive wide-receiving cores for for years, almost ever since he got there. This year, they have the 32nd cap hit for wide receivers. He's been getting it done without quality wide receivers in last year, without any running backs. I think you know their backs aren't quite as healthy as I was hoping they would be at this point. I think they're going to have better team health. I think Lamar's going to have better protection from his offensive line. And I think this team has a solid defense this year. They built it up a little bit in the offseason, got a new defense coordinator in there. I, I expect big things coming from the Ravens this year.
1: Warren Sharp from the Sports Grid, the ringer, and again, his own book, uh, the uh, 2022 football preview sharp football analysis at Warren sharp on Twitter right here on the rich Eisen show. So this has been March was insane. I mean, I've been through this is now my 20th season in the NFL coming up. Um, I've never seen a March like the one that we just saw the number of players, bold face name players who switch teams. uh, I lost track on all of them, Uh, offense and defense. I mean, I guess it started with Brady coming out of retirement and ended with, bobby wagner showing up in in los angeles that's how march went and there you know Devonte adams tyree kill in between that's my long wind up for this now pitch to you which new player in a new place or i guess it could have been even Russ wilson uh deciding to go to denver that was the biggest first domino to fall uh which new player in new place do you think is set up for the biggest amount of success and the team will reap the benefits of warren sharp
0: yeah, I think it's impossible to say Russ and to, to not say Russ, and so I'm going to take out like all the quarterbacks that change teams okay. and specifically specifically Russ. Um, I, I really think Allen Robinson is going to have a tremendous season this mm-hmm. year, and a lot of people are sleeping on what he was having to deal with in Chicago with those players and the production he was still able to deliver on the field when he was healthy. I think he's going to make a big difference for a Rams passing attack this year. Um, but the player that I think, you know, naturally this is also going to be an easy answer, so I gave you Alan Robinson first, but I will say um, A.G. Brown and Tyreek Hill both are going to make big differences for their respective teams. I think a lot of people are expecting the Philadelphia Eagles to come out and run the ball like they were running the ball late last season, and I know he's not, A.G. Brown's not going to get the target but the coverage that he's going to command from opposing defenses is going to make life easier not only on Hertz but on the run game for the Philadelphia Eagles. And I think they are going to pass the ball at a little bit of a higher rate, but just having him on the field is going to be massive, and that's the same type of impact that Tyree Hill is going to make for Tua down in Miami. So I don't think either of those guys are going to get maybe the high level of targets and production that potentially Allen Robinson could get because there's a lot of mouths to feed down in Miami, and they're probably going to run the football a little bit more than they have been. And although I think Philly's going to pass the ball more, they they do get the ball to the open guy, and they will still run the ball at a high rate. So I don't know that either of those players are going to make the massive stat lines that they've had in their prior stops, but the difference they're going to make when they're on the field for both of those quarterbacks is going to be tremendous.
1: So now let's insert Russell Wilson back into the equation, Warren, because that is such a crucial part of the – entire football season from the first Monday night game with him returning to Seattle the whole country's going to start to see what the Broncos look like with Russell Wilson there and Nathaniel Hackett now the new head coach there and how how do you see that working out from uh letting Russ Cook in Seattle being the mantra to what now in in Denver Warren what do you think
0: Well I think I think Denver is going to love having Russ there I think this team obviously has struggled to find a starting quarterback since they lost Manning, and now they've got one. And they've got one who's able to throw the ball deep with accuracy and efficiency, and that's something really that none of their quarterbacks recently have been able to do. You know, Drew Locke tried to throw the ball deep. He liked throwing the ball deep. He was aggressive with it, but his accuracy was literally the worst in the NFL. They're moving from one of the least accurate quarterbacks in the NFL throwing the ball 20-plus yards down the field – to the sixth most accurate in the NFL over the last several years. I mean, Russell Wilson puts the ball where he needs it to go on these deep passes, and now he's playing in an offense that's going to allow him to pass the ball in very opportune situations, which are on early downs. I talked to you earlier about you don't want to be predictable. The rules are such that offenses are going to have the upper hand as long as you're not predictable. And the problem with Russ is he was dealing with his offense previously – with a head coach who got involved that got them to run the ball too much on early downs and pass the ball more so on third down and that's when the defense knows you're going to be passing the ball which is why first down passes are so much more efficient than third down passes because the defense doesn't know what's coming and you could be running the ball and i think denver's going to have a much higher pass rate on first down that's going to make Russ look even better and is going to really increase the ceiling for the broncos it's to be determined how quickly he gels with his new head coach, a play caller. But I think once they do gel, there's enough weapons. I'm really big on Cortland Sutton this season. I think he's going to have a tremendous year for, for fantasy, and his upside is, is is really tremendous. I think he's going to do much better than expectation.
1: Man, there we're just nuggets galore right there, Warren Sharp. Uh, do you traffic in Super Bowl predictions or, or no? Do you do that sort of thing? I do. What do you got? I do, yeah. What do so what do you
0: got? I like the, I like the L.A. Chargers as long as – Two things don't happen. Number one is injuries. They already just – J.C. Jackson is not a laughing matter, but J.C. Jackson already went down with injury. This team is just snake-bitten. So if they stay healthy, the only thing, in my opinion, that can derail them from going to the Super Bowl is the play calling by the offensive coordinator. You know, they have such a low target depth with Joe Lombardi. He did it to Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford ranked in his last year – 44th out of 44 quarterbacks in target depth when Joe Lombardi was calling plays there. It's it's insane how Joe Lombardi wants to shrink the field and throw the ball short. And he did it with Drew Brees, obviously. He did it with Matthew Stafford. He did it with uh, Justin Herbert last season. If they throw the ball deep, they're going to have some success, so I want them to open the offense up a little bit more, but this team, they did such a great job in the offseason of plugging the holes that they had thanks to Justin Herbert being in his rookie deal and their general manager being very aggressive, and I think they have the most talented roster in the NFL, so if it's not the play calling or injury, I think this team's going all the way. In the NFC, I like long shots. I like teams like the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I like teams not the favorites Together, I like the Philadelphia Eagles. Maybe I, I'm looking for long shot values in the NFC because I think the Bucks are weaker than they've been. I think the Packers are a little bit weaker than they've been. Um, so I, I like the I like the Ravens and I like the Chargers more than expectation in the AFC. Uh, I think the Chargers go, and I think potentially you know a sleeper team like like the Vikings or like the 49ers. You were talking about Trey Lance before I came on. Um, I think those teams all have good shots as well.
1: Warren Sharp, you're the man. Look for more of my phone calls. Thanks for joining. Greatly appreciate it. Congrats got, on the book. Congrats on the book. Every, so much. You got everyone should check out 2022 football preview by Warren Sharp. At Warren yeah, Sharp. Rich, on I'll Twitter. Tell you, yeah?
0: I'll tell you, it's close to the season. We don't have much time. I'll give $1. The book is $1 for all of your listeners. Just enter the coupon code RICH. You get, hey. get it for $1. I'm not trying to make money off of it right now. Damn. I'm just trying to get people to read it. Uh, all right,
1: you got it, man. Thanks, thanks for uh, for, for doing that for all uh, all who are listening and watching. Thanks, Warren. Look for more of my phone calls. Thanks again, greatly appreciate thanks, it. Rich. That's Warren Sharp, everybody. And, and what awesome. what do you got over there? So
2: agreeing with you, I, you know, I was listening but also reading, and he's very much hand in hand with you on the Tony Pollard versus. Zeke things, and he's... I wanted to get talk about that, but I just got lost in this. Man, like, I got a
1: beard, he's got a mustache, but we both have the same brand, <laughs> He's I guess, He's hand-in-hand huh? hand with your assessment right, of the situation. Good. We'll just say that. All right, let's take a break. Joe dollar Littrullio, for this Huh? A dollar for this? There you go. One dollar. Just put in the promo code RICH, apparently. Hey, you people, get this book, I'm All right, we'll you. take a break. Well, Joe LaTrulio, I think, is chiming in when we come back right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL Draft, which means for me... in store and now save 40 percent on the sleep number limited edition smart bed for a limited time for jd power 2023 award information visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com
0: check out our new nba show beyond the arc
1: if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business, people. That's true when your business is growing fast, and even more true when there's a lot of uncertainty. Inflation t- is running around like crazy. Supply chains being clogged. Labor market is definitely something fo- everyone's focused on. Not every business, though, is in the dark. Over 31,000 businesses know their numbers. You know why? Because they use Net- NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control of your financials, planning, budgeting, and of course, inventory, manage risk, get reliable forecasts, improve margins. NetSuite helps you identify rising costs, automate your manual business processes, and see where to save money. So know your numbers, know your business, and get to know how NetSuite can be the source of truth for your entire company. Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash richradio right now. NetSuite.com/richradio. netsuite.com slash richradio. netsuite.com slash Slash rich Radio. I mentioned earlier uh, in the program I have been invited into a fantasy league I would never want to do in any other circumstance other than the fact of the man who invited me to do it. I've got two fantasy leagues. I got three kids. I got two jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I need another one? You run a production company. C- certainly, certainly, certainly. When the other one is set up, where you know. The way it's set up, where you draft, and then you that your team's your team, and the computer chooses your, ro- your roster every week, That's it. and you can't pick anyone up, and if they're injured, tough luck. Oh, gosh. And the commissioner said league is on the phone right now. I do believe Joe LaTrulio, the delightful Joe LaTrulio on our
3: program. You there, Joe? I am here. I am here, and welcome to the Surprise Party League, which I Is do. that what it's called? By it's way. called the Surprise Party League. Yes. I blind copied a bunch of friends. You among them, and the first twelve to jump on this puppy get to go for the ride. And then
1: once the twelfth says yes, that's when the draft starts, and it's two hours Correct. for each team to pick. And if your if your team's up while you're to, to, to pick while you're asleep,
3: you 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 you, uh, you either get auto drafted. Yes, you're, you're, uh, you're, uh, the site will pick for you. So it's highly recommended you set up your most wanted players at the top of that queue. Before you uh, lay your pretty little head down on the pillow.
1: Do you have any, uh, Chris, any questions for Commissioner Latrulio before you choose to uh, join as the 12th team to start the draft? You would trigger the draft. I know. You would
3: trigger, yes. His entry would automatically trigger the first pick of the surprise party league, which is randomly chosen, by the way, by the computer. So it could be us. We get
1: an email saying you're, you're picking. Correct.
3: Very, well, it could very, be very it could chance. be
4: us, me and TJ. Chance. Yes, you and TJ could be right. the first up. Right, right, well, right. I'm in this? Well, are you putting this team? You're together. Well it's... I thought it was you two. No. no, he already signed up. I'm in. We would be the twelfth team. You 12th would be the twelfth team. team. Oh, okay. You know I'm down? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Okay. Yeah. So I have the email. I'm I'm going over it right now. Uh I okay. do I do like the um I do like the why would I do this section of this email. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> which, is, which is, basically, you're very curious to see who else is invited. Which I, I am right. very curious to see who is invited. Um, so yeah, so it's not, so it's it's automatic. So your team, whatever it scores, and then the computer automatically takes the best nine, or is it based on projected it points? It
3: takes the it takes the it takes the best nine active roster positions. So it will fill all the um, the nine active positions roster spots for you by uh, getting the highest total in whatever that position is. At the
4: end of the week, right? When, when week's at the week's over.
3: At the end of the week. So,
1: yeah, so right. basically, because somebody said, if somebody's on your bench and they go off, that person is, is going to be one of the nine by the end of the day.
3: Correct. Correct. Yeah. So it's your, you,
1: everybody you on your team's alive. Active, pretty basically. If, they're, if they're not alive. injured or on a bomb. Everyone's alive. Yeah.
4: Okay. All right. Okay, let me just uh, enter in the old information
1: here, and away we go. And there's no waiver wire. There's no nothing. There's no nothing. No. If you're ravaged by injuries too bad, you'll
3: have to do all year. It takes the best part of fantasy. Just draft and then forget it. Let the computer and the algorithms do their magic, and you don't have to worry about it.
4: Okay. I, so we're in, right? You're in? Yeah, I'm signing up I'm signing up right now and the okay. draft will start. And then we'll find, <laughs> it,
1: it triggers a draft. All right. Let's go. Hour three right, coming Joe. up here on if the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. Chad stay. and JT are coming up in studio. But we're All right, still here with Joe. Joe. All right, All right Joe, Joe, so we're Let's in. Let's do it. We're in. We're in. So I have to hold on. So I gotta, when I, when I gotta you, create when a, account. When here. he says he's in, I'll get an email yep. saying we're up and then what what email am I gonna get?
3: You should be getting an email. I'm checking my uh computer now, uh, within a couple of minutes, uh, you should get an email saying that the draft has started and it'll have uh, the position, the order, the draft order on there, of which you may be the first. Okay. Okay. Um, I have not received anything yet. Wouldn't it be funny if this whole thing was was uh, was rigged? <laughs> <laughs> so you mean like the real NFL, Joe? Like if so many I, people I think? Just, I, I, I just, you know, I get to go on vacation. I just, you know, I just, all my buddies... Just chipped in for a free vacay. So
1: let me ask you this That's question: This photograph that we're using of you on the phone—Are you using this actual headset to converse with us right now? Jim? I wish
3: I was, but I hadn't charged it. Um, otherwise, <laughs> I'd, I'd face, I face—I do take another picture. For you.
1: Do you want to give us a preview? Of who else is in the league right now? You want to tell us?
3: Uh, well, sure. We have um, we have the uh, wonderful, wonderfully talented uh, Paul Rudd. Ah, it is. We Rudd. have the the, the dangerously handsome. Uh, John Ham. It is Ham. We have some uh, members of um, the Brooklyn Nine Nine crew, uh, some from the legendary McCoy's New York Fantasy uh, group
1: that okay. we
3: talked about on the show. Uh, a nice uh, motley crew of, uh, of fine gentlemen, okay. ready to uh, play a game of chance.
1: Okay, because <laughs> that's what this is, man. Okay,
3: it's all. That's all it is.
1: Okay. Are you? And one last thing yeah. for you before I let you go. You're, you're, you're loving your Mets. What do you think? I, you got?
3: Oh, I'm loving my Mets so much. Uh yeah, I'm feeling really I'm feeling really good about these guys. Uh you know, often September is a trouble month for us, but not this year. Okay. Uh I think we've uh, we've overcome some some great obstacles. So, yeah. high hopes
1: I hope. Got to believe. You're channeling your inner Vogelbach every day when you get I, out of bed? Is that what you're doing?
3: Can I think something about Vogelbach? And, and I, I love that guy so much. And one of the reasons I loved him is because every time I look at him, and I say this endearingly, I think of Engelberg from the Bad News. That's there, exactly right. Uh, one of my favorite movies. And I love the guy. I love Vogelbach, and and he's just bringing back my nostalgia, my love of the game, my love of that movie. And I could he's he's in my he's my favorite mess right now. Yeah,
1: Vogelbach is like the 21st century Engelbert. That's like the same. That's right. Is Correct. it the same number of syllables? Engelbert, Engelbert Vogel, Vogelbach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here we go. Engelbert. We just need yeah. Buck to just start drinking beers during the game. That's it. <laughs> like Walter Matthau. That's fantastic. The, that's the <laughs> All right, so Chris, um, you're, you're taking care of it. You're putting in your information. There's a lot of sign-ups, information okay. I need to All put right, in All right, so here. Uh, the, the draft is going to start soon, sir. So you yes. better get ready. Get to the podium, yes, Commissioner.
3: Yes, I, uh, I wish everyone luck. Okay. And thanks for jumping in, guys. Thanks
1: for inviting All me. All right, Joe, we All love right, it. that's Joe Latrullio, everybody. You, Chad and JT are making their way to the studio, and when we come back, I'm going to cape for a quarterback that I can't believe I'm caping for because the guy pretty much wears a cape every single time he plays. That's coming up next right here on The Rich Eisen Show.